Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Bally Sports Miami Miked Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And this is a very exciting week because we are getting started with a series of interviews from Marlins Media Day and kicking things off with the most entertaining uh, soundbite on the team. One of the most entertaining soundbites in Major League Baseball. It's Jazz Chisholm Jr., the Marlins' new center fielder which we will get into on this podcast. But really looking forward to you guys getting to listen to this one. The series of interviews will be coming out over the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned to this podcast for all sorts of different conversations with the Miami Marlins, including Sandy Alcantara, Skip Schumacher, and a whole bunch of players from across the roster. But now we have an interview with Jazz Chisholm Jr. Uh, Apologies for some of the background noise, a bit of a loud air conditioner going on in the room, but enjoy this episode of Miami Miked Up with the one and only Jazz Chisholm Jr. And now the Marlins podcast guest you have all been waiting for joins me on this episode of Miami Miked Up. We have the one and only center fielder of the Miami Marlins, Jazz Chisholm Jr. Jazz, thanks so much for joining me today, man. Of course, bro. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? We, uh, I, I want to talk to you before we get into man everything that there is with baseball this offseason what's something outside of baseball that brought you some joy outside of baseball that brought me joy i mean i've been doing a lot of things I've yeah been, like i've been traveling a lot like uh, where i've been in all over the u.s to new jersey to san diego la beverly hills all that stuff i think i went to a grammy brunch how was that I mean, it was cool. You know, what like, was that like? Who'd you get to meet there? I mean, I, I mean, it wasn't my first time meeting some of them, but like you know, I mean, being with Rock Nation and everything. So yeah, like, I've met a lot of the guys, but like talking to Khaled, DJ Khaled, and G Herbo, and like just Lil Baby, Lil right. Uzi, meeting all those guys, man, it was sick. What's it like now for you being, you know, well, let's start here. Your uh, celebrity, we'll say took a another step up in being named the cover of MLB the show so as a if I look at 25 year old jazz and I say what would 15 year old jazz Chisholm jr. have said if he found out he was gonna be on the cover of the show what what would that be I think 15 year old jazz would say that's late <laughs> <laughs> that's what he would say he would just be like bro that's late like I mean it's still like a out-of-body experience that's still happening to me like Every day that I still see, like, my face on the game, it's still unreal, you know what I mean? It was just like, bro, that's me. Right. Like, I mean, you've been you've people, been playing since you were a young kid, right? Like, right. been playing MLB The Show. I've been playing show. MLB The Show from the first MLB The Show came out. So, like, I've been playing all my life, and now I'm on the cover of it. And then, like, my mom's like, oh, your sister wants to play the video game now. So, like, it's just like, and everybody that don't play video games are playing video games just because I play video games. Like, I got people playing MLB 22 The Show right now just because they want to learn how to play it before 23 comes out. How cool is that? So, it's like, it's just sick. It's got to be a, a pretty surreal feeling. And, and you're coming off of what was, in some ways, like a breakout season on the field in terms of your really great performance. You know, 14 homers in just, what, 60 games. So when you look at last year, before we get into the, the, the team and everything that there is this season, how are you feeling physically, first and uh, foremost? I mean, like, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, I feel so good. Yeah. Like, I've been working so hard with John Jay and the new coaching staff and our training staff and everything to get my back right, to put it into the right routine. 
And like I said, like this is about to be my, I think I said this before, this is about to be like my fourth year in the league. Like, yeah, all of a sudden. All of a sudden it's already been four years and like you start to learn things and pick up things and like just being around certain vets and everything. So like just being around John Jay, the new coaching staff, guys mm -hmm. that have won before and like they got their rings and everything. Like they teach us so much, even just on the way to take care of our bodies. You know what I mean? Right. So like. That's how come I feel like I've been so good. So a guy like John Jay, who's barely been hurt in his career, you know, like, so like, he's teaching me a lot. Absolutely. When you're making that transition to center field, I know he's helping with that. I mean, he was a gold glove center fielder. Right. And as you make that transition, what are some of the things that you've been working on personally? What, who are some of the people you've reached out to for advice other than John Jay? Like, what has this transition been like for you? I know your, your immediate response is like, all right, I'll go out there and win gold gloves. Right. Yeah. So, so what has this been like for you since knowing like officially, all right, they want me to be the center fielder of this team. I mean, I talked to Griffey a little bit. I talked to Sheffield a little bit. Like I've talked, talked to Eric Davis a little bit I mean I've these talked are all to, good guys to talk I, to I mean I've talked to some Hall of Famers that that play the outfield you know what I mean and Sheffield who was an infielder who went to the outfielder so like you just you just learn from those guys and you talk to those guys and those guys are really the ones that like really help you understand like bro you can really do this because like I mean Griffey was a freak right he was a Absolutely. freak athlete so like when you hear him say bro you you got it bro like you got what i had you know what i mean like Man. that's like mind-blowing even like swinging like right. and everything like when you hear these guys be like bro you're gonna be you're gonna be the best in the league like when you hear that out of the mouths of your favorite player ever like it's just like bro yeah bro i'm gonna go play center field i'm gonna be the best because my favorite player said i'm gonna be the best that must be the most surreal what thing in the world to hear. and that's so why was I your favorite player growing up yeah yeah of course like that's the reason why three is my favorite number like all that stuff like I'm a center fielder now. Like, Loki, I want to wear 24. It is what I, it is. Hey, like, look, man, I tweeted at you day one, and I was like, look, you got to make change, change it to, to three. 24. I was going to change right. it to Griffey with three. Right. But now but you're in center field. Like, I'm Can looking we break at some it. news on this podcast? Is Jess just I'm a junior sorry, changing his number to 24? I can't afford it. <laughs> I can't afford it. Well, I, li I like that as the it's answer. Honestly, well, I can't afford it. Well, nobody has it right. You gotta. You wouldn't have to buy it from somebody, do you? Or no, you it's to pay like, fine? Is that I don't how it have works? to pay. Yeah, you had to, you'd have to pay MLB. All right, somebody, hey, MLB, let's make an exception. How about we have some fun, right? Give me number three. I'm on it. And no matter what. All right, let's get Jazz on it. I, that said, what are your expectations for yourself headed into this season? Because we've seen a lot of kind of lofty stuff. We've seen 40-40 thrown out there. We've seen like, all right, he's going to be Griffey. What What are your feelings for yourself as you go out here oh, and play man. center field? I mean, like I said, like to talk to Griffey and Sheffield and the guys that like you really grew up watching and grew up trying to be like, because like when you think of Griffey, what did everybody try to do? Try to copy Griffey's swing. And you think of Sheffield, what did everybody try to do? Try to copy Sheffield's uh -huh. wiggle, right? And those are both guys that hit 500 or 600 home runs in their career. And they're telling me, boy, if you play a healthy season, you're going to be the best player in the league. Mm. So for me, I'm, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to give you the same answer they told me. If I play a healthy season, 160 games, I'll be the best player in the league. You believe you're the best player in the league when you're healthy? Yes. 100%. I wasn't even full. I was at 60% last year playing for 60 games. I was already had a torn meniscus and had a messed up back before the season started. Me, my coaching staff, and my training staff all knew it. But I told them that I wanted to play until I couldn't play anymore. So, and then that's just how it worked out. We already knew I was going to be like 
gassed out eventually during the season. It was just how right. long could I maintain for, you know what I mean? And it was only 60 games, so. And now you have that level of physicality and comfort yeah. to where you're saying, hey, I want to go out here and play 140, 150. I'm trying to play 160. If I don't play 162, <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it. So. Try to catch me at Marlins Park, Lone Depot Park for 160 games, guys, this uh, year. 160 games for Jazz Chisholm Jr. You know, when we we talk about, you know, I used the word celebrity, we MLB the show, people are saying you're going to be this, this, and that. And for that matter, the biggest thing about it is the way that you're bringing your personality to baseball, mm-hmm. right? A sport that has been not devoid of personality entirely, but like, guys like you, Acuna, these young guys in the league who want to have fun, right? Do you feel a level of, of not like a weight, but a responsibility to kind of make sure like, hey, we're, we're making baseball this accessible game where we've got people treating us the way that like NBA stars get treated. Right, like that's what I'm trying to make baseball become. And I feel like not a lot of people understand that mm-hmm. because in baseball for the last 10 years, like, you celebrate it, you got thrown at, you got this at, like everybody mad at you, fans are mad at you, yep. coaches are mad at you and all that stuff. But like in basketball, you celebrate, the whole world celebrates, right? Right. right. You win, the whole world celebrates. So right. I feel like in baseball, I feel like we gotta become these the positive side of things. I feel like baseball is a very negative sport. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to make it a more positive sport because like, like I said, in baseball, we don't celebrate. That's really negative. We don't celebrate our wins. We don't celebrate our the great things we do. And it's already a sport that's so hard, right? right. With so much failure. You're failing seventy percent of the time, and you're a Hall of Famer. So right. when you're already dealing with that favor, why not celebrate success? Right. Like me, I'm. Everybody know I celebrate everything. I yep. hit a homer, I'm celebrating. I'm sorry. As you should. Like I celebrate everything. I hit a home run, I'm gonna go home, and I'm gonna go celebrate with my family. That's what we do every time. We were uh, cracking jokes before uh, with Jesus Lazardo. He's saying he's a big fan of of Jalen Waddle, and we we're like, all right, you got to do the Waddle after a strikeout. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I'll just get Jazz to do it out in center field or something oh, like yeah. that for me, right? Like it's, but it's that level of fun that should be there on the field. Right. right? Like, you see touchdown celebrations, you should have home run celebrations. See, and like how he is, like for him, I know. Jesus Lazardo, he likes to stay locked in. So, yeah. like, for him, he won't think about celebrating. You know what I mean? He won't even think about he'll it. He'll just naturally he'll just, fist pump. He'll just not, like, yeah, yeah. he'll be like, hey, let's go. And then he'll walk off while I'm out there, like, yeah. I'm out, I'll be out there doing it for him because I know it, you know? Yeah, we got to make that happen. I'm sure yeah. we'll get Jalen Waddle out to a Marlins game this year. We can make he was it there last year. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got his number. Hey, Jay, I'm going to hit you up right quick. All right, we're going to get that celebration going. I mean, when we talk about the type of season that you're you're set to have, you know, you look at, at the locker room now, how has your relationship with your teammates grown in your few years in this league, right? You come up, you have that sort of like, hey, I'm gonna celebrate no matter what. At the very beginning, I remember talking to you and you saying like, you know, sometimes I feel like it's rubbing certain guys the wrong way, whatever. Right. How, has that, how has that felt for you and evolved over the span of a few years here? Whether I mean, it's teammates like, on the team or otherwise. I felt like it's evolved a lot because I know like now, like. My teammates want me to celebrate. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's into it. Everybody loves it. Like, especially, like, even, like, Arias. Me and Arias clicked as soon as he got over here because he was over there with the twins and, like, one of my best friends, like, in the world, Nick Gordon. Right. And they played together. So, like, I talked to Nick, and he was like, bro, you're going to love these guys, bro. (laughs) I, I kid you not. I'm mad that you guys got them from us, bro. How cool is that? Like, I was like, what you talking about? He's like, bro, trust me. He... He loves everything we love. Like, he loves to enjoy the game. Playing with that level of joy, 
having guys like him, Gene Segura, mm-hmm. right? Johnny Cueto is another guy who's like that, right? Having and these I personalities. How how exciting is that for you? And and how does it almost like does it alter your expectations for the season as a team? Like I know your personal expectations, but when you look at this team, what I are see, your I general see a winning, expectations? I see a winning team. I see a team that's gonna go out there and everybody else is gonna get pissed because they're supposed to come here and step on us and we're not gonna let it happen and we're gonna have fun doing it. And it's gonna piss a lot of people off. But that's what you gotta deal with if you wanna be the first of something, you know what I mean? And that's what I learned. Like when I first came into the league, I was the fir- I was basically the first person in the league to really be wearing four or five chains at yeah. during a game, celebrating, Euro stepping uh-huh. as a rookie. Yep. Like you know what I mean? Like as a kid, kid. Like you had the Javier Baez's who's that's like okay, that's Javier Baez yeah. top three MVP voting. Right, like immediately. Like right. you know what I mean? So like it's Javier Baez, but you have me as a little kid who's coming in wearing diamonds on his neck just because he wants to looking like a rapper out there, you know, playing baseball and having fun. I got a lot of backlash. I got backlash from my teammates for the last three years and I've been that I've been in the league. And this is year four and everybody's just starting to be okay with it. But that's okay. Like, you just got to learn how to keep pushing through. And that's part of what you're talking about in terms of making baseball something that is, is fun, something right. that's celebrating success like that. All right, a game of rock, paper, scissors I've played against all you guys. We're throwing on shoot. You ready? Okay, who won? Uh, well, hold on. Sandy beat me. A whole bunch of guys beat me. I, but I'm, I'm four and eight today. I'm not doing great. You're four and eight. I thought if I would I do better. Lose. Jeez. Got it. Oh my God. <laughs> there goes Jazz Chisholm Jr. Thank you so much for joining me on Miami Miked Up. Thank you for listening to Bally Sports Florida's Miami Miked Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And a special thank you to our national sponsor in Southeast Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealers or toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places.